0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets.
1: Hey there dog lovers. Welcome to Dr. Cat Gone to the Dogs. So I'm a small animal veterinarian, and this show is designed to teach dog lovers everywhere how to best take care of their dog and how to recognize issues with their dog and maybe talk about fun headlines or interesting things that people who love dogs would like to learn about. So today I have a guest with me, Dr. Chad Dodd, and he wants to talk with us a little bit about aging in pets and maybe some things that we can do to help aging be a little more graceful. So I'm excited to talk with Dr. Dodd, and we'll be right back after a quick word. Be right back. Looking for a dental treat that does more for your dog? Daily Dose is a two-in-one chew that pairs a daily dental scrub with powerful supplements, to help with the biggest health concerns facing our dogs. Daily Dose was developed by vets to be simple to use and super effective. Plus, dogs love the taste. Available for joint, skin, heart health, or calming. Daily Dose, your pet's daily dose of awesome. Visit yourpetsdailydose.com to save $3 on your first bag with promo code PETLIFE. That's yourpetsdailydose.com.
0: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Welcome back. I have with me Dr. Chad Dodd. Welcome, Dr. Dodd.
0: Oh, thanks for having me this morning. How are you doing?
1: I am doing great. I'm really excited because I want to learn all that you want to share with us about aging and any tips you might have. So tell us a little bit about yourself first and then we'll get right to it.
0: Yeah, so I'm a small animal veterinarian, uh, Kansas State graduate. And for most of my career, I've really spent time helping educate pet owners, working in the industry, helping develop new products, new services to really help extend the quality of life of pets. And that can range from everything from nutritional product to some of the more advanced pharmaceutical products now that we're starting to really focus in on because just as we're seeing pets become more of an integral piece of the family and that family unit, the needs that they have and the ways and the advancements we can apply medicine to those needs, there's a lot of opportunity for us. So I spend a lot of my time today uh, helping organizations really bring these new products into the marketplace so that dog and cat owners have more uh, successful treatment options to choose from. And as they work with their veterinarians, they're always looking for new options. Uh, and these are a lot of areas that we can explore. Um, and really the primary focus is how do we continue to elevate the care that the pets deserve.
1: So you've got some interesting views, I think, on the aging of pets. So don't you want to look into like if your dog is one year old, how do you think it's not just the standard one year is seven years in dog? It's not like that, is it?
0: Yeah. So, you know, we, we used to kind of do that quick sort of mathematical algebraic equation to say, yeah. A dog's year was kind of equivalent to seven years in a person. There's actually some new research that's come out recently, specifically looking at dog aging. Um, and what they're doing is these researchers are looking at aspects of really what's happening to the DNA. So, you know, a lot of this DNA analysis and the sophistication we have now, there's a lot more understanding of really what's happening inside that cellular metabolism and really down to that genetic level. And what they have found is that what we used to think was sort of that seven year translation is actually not a linear sort of track for a dog. And what that means is that a one-year-old dog is actually more like a 30-year-old person. So think about that for just a second, where you know you might think about the things that happen from the time a person is born to the time they're 30. They go through a lot of physical maturity, emotional security, all the types of things that happen in that ma- maturity process. And when you look at dogs aging in that shorter sort of time frame, uh, there's a lot of things that can happen. So what does that mean ultimately? Well, it means that the younger dogs are actually probably accelerating their aging process more than we thought before. But then as dogs get to be older, and as as you said, you have a, an older dog, they actually, their aging sort of starts to relate a little bit closer to that seven to one ratio. So a good thing to keep in mind is that one-year-old dog is not a seven-year-old dog or a seven-year-old person equivalent. They really are more like a, a sort of mid thirties, maybe even scratching up towards the forties. And then you have to start to think about as a pet owner, are there things you can do then to start to implement ways to improve their health status, their overall health and well-being, and ways to keep them with a good quality of life. So there's a lot of preventive things that we can do in that time frame. And if we create those behaviors early on, hopefully those things will continue throughout the life of the pet.
1: So would you say the same rules sort of apply to cats? I would think probably so. But what about cats?
0: Yeah. So, you know, we think this research that just came out recently was focused on a very specific population of dogs. They were looking at retrievers, but they're, you know, through a lot of analysis where they can do like gene homology type of analysis, you can start to look and compare some of that same genetic data and try to do some comparisons to other species. Of course, the researchers are looking at this from a human application, but also for the feline population. So, you know, as we start to look and say, okay, well, what are some of those changes that we see? It probably is, you know, fairly, I think, common knowledge that cats and dogs do age faster than people. Um, And some of that comes down to just look at their lifespan. So, you know, I have classmates from vet school that have 30-year-old cats. That's not very common. You know, well, they happen to be, you know, pets of a veterinary professional. So they probably have done a lot of things to try and do early intervention, maybe got them through a medical crisis. Uh, but those cats are living up, you know, many cats are living into their late teens, early 20s these days. And with that comes this idea of, okay, well, what are we doing to try and impact that? So cats are definitely not just small dogs. Um, they have a lot of different health conditions. They they manifest diseases differently. But I think in general, it would be fair to say that yeah, both cats and dogs do accelerate the aging process faster than maybe the people do. Um, but, you know, we're still learning and we try to apply those learnings to really what does it mean for the, the pet owner that's really trying to do the best thing for their pet.
1: Well, I think that's fascinating. And I think it makes us better pet owners to sort of be aware of of that. And we've all kind of instinctively known that. But for years, I have thought, you know, my one year old cat is not like a seven year old child because clearly there's more maturity mentally. For that cat. So I'm glad that we kind of are able to discuss this a little bit and think about the implications for our animal loving listeners out there. So let's take a real quick break and get a word from our sponsors and then come back and talk with you. You have some tips for things that pet owners can do to help improve aging in pets. So we'll be right back. Are you listening to this right now with a cell phone clenched between your teeth as you frantically flip pages on your paper calendars? Or are you a new breed of groomer, bred for speed and efficiency of movement? 123Pet software automates your communications, doing the reminding, confirming, thanking, and marketing for you. 123Pet centralizes your schedule, employees, clients, inventory, and more. 123Pet is the business management software you need. Start minding your business today. Visit 123PetSoftware.com.
0: Corp his coat is very thick. He's an Akita, German Shepherd, Lab, Husky Mix. Harold, the Border Collie Pit Mix, has the most beautiful jet black coat. Stuart, my rat carrier, has fur now where he never had it before. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Oh. Dynavite will give them a beautiful, lustrous coat. It will make
1: you smile. You get some Dynavite, how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E oh. dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life
0: Radio. 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 PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Welcome back. Dr. Chad Dodd and I are talking about aging in pets, and there's some new research that indicates. Pets may age a little bit different than we had previously thought, and it's not a linear model. And Dr. Dodd has some other thoughts and maybe some tips and suggestions for us. So what do you think? What do you think pet owners can do, Dr. Dodd, to help make aging occur gracefully?
0: Yeah, so, you know, when you think about aging and you think about health, wellness and disease states, you know, aging is a process. And um, through that process, the body kind of goes through wear and tear. And this could apply to dogs, cats, people, really any species. Um, But as you as you just start to focus in on what are the types of things we can do then as pet lovers to try and first identify Um, that our pets may have some needs and then what sort of options do we have to address those needs Um, and really the best thing to do and and hopefully you know pet owners are, are very focused on this they want to do what's right for their pet hopefully they have identified and have a a network of support that helps them sort of navigate through these changes from a kitten to an adolescent to an adult to a senior cat or the same thing for dogs to go from that puppy to the adolescent timeframe to an adult and then into their senior years. And there's a lot of preventive things that we can do. And a lot of that starts with just simple things like diet. So, you know, first and foremost, make sure there's a, a veterinary healthcare team professional that you're working with, but then also identify what their dietary needs are. Um, And the reason that's important is that, you know, pets do have genetic differences. So from a breed perspective, there may be certain things in a breed pool where certain dogs may have conditions that may be more likely to happen for them. Um, And there's actually things we can do from a preventive point of view to help maybe delay the onset and in some cases may even prevent those disease conditions from happening. So there's a lot of work that can be done really to assess your pet. I always recommend you work with your veterinarian. If you're going to make any kind of change, of course, in their daily routine, or you may introduce a supplement or some adjunct therapy, um, you want to make sure you're working with your veterinarian because you want to, those things could potentially have counter effects. And you want to make sure you're doing those at the right dose and the right regimen. So um, always consult with your veterinarian first, but there's a lot of options out there for pet owners uh, to really do things where where they're in control. They're in control of applying these, uh, whether they're products or maybe some interactions of things you do with your pet throughout the day that can help keep them in a good, healthy state, but also improve their quality of life, improve their abilities to continue to maybe Um, even slow down some of the onset of the conditions that they may face in those later years.
1: So I like to say that the answer is relationships. And I think the relationship with your veterinarian is huge. And even the relationship with your pet, You know, making sure that you know what's normal for your pet, that you're feeling them and listening to them and looking at them and asking questions. So yes, I'm so glad you said that. All of my clients in my exam room are now curbside, (laughs) but um, all of them get, we talk about nutrition and we talk about supplements and we talk about everything that we can do. Now you have a special interest in a particular company that produces supplements. So I want to, I want to be sure that we mention that. So all my listeners know about that. Can you talk about that a little bit?
0: Yeah, so one of the things, and this is really important in the nutrition, the supplement, any of the, even the pharmaceutical products, as pet owners, you want to look for products that have been tested and show that the support behind their claims, so marketing claims and the efficacy of those products. Um, And there's actually a number of companies in the world today that, that really do focus in on that research component. And, you know, think about something like, uh, and we'll use mobility as because it's a very common concern pet owners have about, is my pet, you know, starting to show signs of mobility issues or joint health problems? It's a very common thing, both in dogs and cats. Sometimes it's not reported as much in cats, but we know it exists. But when you start to look at things like nutraceutical products or supplements, you really want to be looking for products that are clinically proven. The ingredients have been tested. They're safe. They're effective. And we know that the amounts of those products or the ingredients that are used in those products are delivering the benefit that the company claims are going to derive benefit from. So the company that I'm working with is a company called Limp Bells. They make a product called U-Move. And the core technology of that is omega-3 fatty acids. And you might think, oh, well, there's a lot of omega-3 fatty acids on the market. And there are. However, you have to be mindful that quality really varies quite a bit across all products in the market. And one of the things a company like Lint Bells and U-Move focuses is on not only the quality of the end product, so the product your pet's going to actually receive, but the quality of how you harvest those ingredients. And they happen to derive their omega-3s, um, purified fish oil. So they're a very sustainably focused company. So they're focused on making sure that the ingredients they get are sustained in that way. They also utilize green lip muscle as a way to really have a highly concentrated form These omega-3 fatty acids, which is really important because if you can put it in a more concentrated form, it means you're giving them lower doses. And those lower doses just really provide that maximum benefit for a pet to have a really concentrated product that provides maximum benefit to show that clinical outcome. Um, The other thing I do is I also encourage pet owners to look for companies that work with the veterinary profession. So, of course, you can go out and you can you know do online searches for lots of different products. Not that there aren't a lot of great products out there, but if you really want to do your research, make sure that those companies are working with the profession. They're working with the veterinary profession to make sure that the products are tested, they're safe, and they're doing things to continue to develop those products. Because we learn new things every day about the research that's done on these ingredients, different technologies that are applied to products, the clinical benefit of those products is really important, and that's where your veterinarian can help you. And companies that work with them, they're kind of working hand in hand and collaboration in a way to make sure that your pet's gonna get the best products available in the market um, and some people think oh well gosh that sounds really expensive actually these products are very affordable and oftentimes even some of the clinically proven products can be more affordable than products you might find over-the-counter online so do your homework that's the sort of the, the big takeaway message, is do your homework look for clinically proven ingredients and more importantly look for clinically proven products meaning the product was actually tested in the species in which you plan to use that product. So, you know, if you saw the product was tested in people and somebody's saying, well, it's good for horses or it's good for cats or dogs, well, what kind of research did they do in the pet that you're going to give that product to? That's something you want to make sure you understand about to make an informed decision.
1: You know, I think that that is really important because veterinarians are a really tough crowd. So if a product is veterinary approved, (laughs) you know, we're a really tough crowd and we ask questions and we don't take everything at face value. So if a product can pass the muster with veterinarians, then it's a little bit safer and you can trust it a little bit more. So I think people think veterinarians get into this because we're all about the money and it's really not that it's that we're we're a tough crowd, I think.
0: Yeah. And it really is about the science, right? I mean, a lot of, especially in this day and age we live in, people are talking about science and which science did you look at? Well, you know, look at the data, look at the, like really unfold that layer just a little bit and take a look at the data and companies that are willing to share the data about their products. That probably means the company is being very transparent about it. And that's stuff that, you know, that's kind of information that both pet owners and veterinarians are going to look for. But you're right, veterinarians, they're, you know, they're medical professionals, they're science-based, they're, they're trained to think analytically. And part of that analysis they do is making sure that the products that they're going to recommend or that they're going to use for their own pets or for their patients have the type of proof that supports that product's efficacy. That's really important because, as I mentioned, there's a lot of products on the market that make a lot of claims But do they have the substantiation to support them? That's usually the big question. And your veterinarian can help you navigate through that kind of information really quickly. So definitely reach out to them and use them as a resource.
1: Well, that's not all because products are not all there is to it. And I know that you have some other kind of tips for things that pet owners can do themselves to improve aging and help the aging process. So can you share those with us?
0: Yeah. So, you know, one of the things I'm going to use the mobility example just as one because it's a very common thing. You know, a lot of dog owners take their dogs for a walk. If they don't take their dogs for a walk, their dog probably goes outside and exercises a little bit. But there's things you can do around the house to make sure that your pet, as they start to become more senior, that you're not putting them in harm's way. And some of those things are like if you have slick floors and, you know, somebody rings the doorbell and, you know, the dog always gets up from their bed and runs to the door and then unfortunately sort of loses traction and slides into the door. Well, that could actually hurt your dog, or it could actually put some undue stress on their joints. And you want to make sure you can prevent those types of things. So simple things like putting throw rugs down where you can. Other things are to not overdo it when it comes to exercising your pet. Sometimes people get into a routine, especially with dogs, where they may have this routine where they take the dog on a long walk, or they take the dog on a jog with them, and they do it maybe once or twice a day. Well, as your dog gets older, you might have to scale back on that a little bit. And you know, as a pet owner, you're the best judge of your pet's sort of normal day to day activity because you're with them all the time. But you definitely want to sort of adjust the routine or adjust the schedule um, and just kind of keep an eye on them because if your dog like is sort of maybe not wanting to go on a walk as often as much as they used to, those might be some signs. If your dog's nails are starting to get a little bit longer, they seem to be growing faster than they have before. Do an assessment to make sure your pet isn't having some signs and maybe some mobility issues, because that could be a real subtle sign that maybe they aren't getting the same kind of traction. Maybe they're not putting weight on one of their limbs, but these are things that from a pet owners sort of, what can you do to impact that? There's a lot of things you can do around your house to make sure that you're just keeping it environmentally friendly for them and adapting it so that, you know, they don't put themselves in harm's way. I,
1: agree with that. I hear a lot about older cats that maybe used to climb up into the window and and now she just doesn't like to lay in the window anymore. Well, it may not be that she doesn't like to lay in the window. It may be uncomfortable. So, if you could, you know, make it easier, that would really make her life better. So, yes, being tuned in and being aware of these subtle signs and then communicating with your veterinarian about those, that's I think that's the answer. So, I really I'm so grateful to you for your time today. I think it is very smart to look at aging in pets and, and really cool that a one-year-old dog is like a 30-year-old person and, and maybe, maybe sort of the same thing. I don't know. Cats are kind of born wise, but maybe sort of the same thing for your cat. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today, Dr. Dodd.
0: Oh, thanks for having me. And I hope all your pet owner friends and pet lovers stay healthy and safe through all this.
1: And of course, can you share with us some ways that my listeners might be able to find out more about some of the products that you like and maybe about you?
0: Yeah, so um, I would encourage the pet owners to go to youmove.com. That's Y-U-M-O-V-E.com. There's a whole list of tips and different areas, sort of health and wellness focus, just to help answer common questions that pet owners have. Um, Of course, you can learn about some of the products that we recommend, but um, first and foremost, it's really just an educational resource for you. Um, That'll share a lot of that really, you know, evidence that you need to have to make informed decisions about your pet's needs.
1: And I think they have, don't they have a cool video that shows how dogs age compared to people?
0: Yeah, they do. They, they kind of do that sort of transformation of, you know, kind of that whole transforming from the youthful dog to the sort of older dog and kind of what that looks like going through time. So, yeah. So uh, those are fun things to kind of just it sort of resonates. You know, it's the thing that sort of reinforces the message with the pet owner is the thinking about that visual component.
1: Yeah, well, I'd love that. So that is Y-U-M-O-V-E dot com. And I have just had so much fun talking to you today. And I love that you are raising awareness. I want my listeners to remember that all products are not created equal. So make sure that you discuss with your veterinarian any option and do your research. I'd like to thank all of my listeners for joining us today on Dr. Cat Gone to the Dogs on Pet Life Radio. And everyone go out and raise the rough.